Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. A friend of mine by the name of Brad, who I played college basketball with, became a pastor after college. And one day he shared the following story with me. He said, Several years ago, I was searching through some confirmation materials as we were putting together a new curriculum to teach religion classes at our Christian day school at St. John's. And as I was looking through some of the new materials, I came across this question. And it kind of struck me kind of funny. The question asked, how did your baptism make you feel? He said, I thought about that question for a couple of seconds and then I realized the answer to that question was wet. Don't judge me, he said. I was baptized in the spring of 1966 and that was all I could come up with. But ask yourself that question, how did your baptism make you feel? This morning as we stand at the banks of the Jordan River and watch the very sinless Son of God be baptized by John, we like the theologians of old, or perhaps just inquiring minds, want to know why. Why did Jesus need to be baptized? You know the story. John was preaching a baptism of repentance. And people were coming out into the wilderness to hear John preach. They were confessing their sins and were being washed clean of those sins. And were being set free to be the people of God that God Himself had created them to be. But why did Jesus need to be baptized? After all, He was sinless. He always has been And he always will be. And maybe John wanted to know that as well. In our Gospel reading for today, we heard that John approaches Jesus and said, I should be baptized by you. But Jesus gently takes John aside. And there along the banks of the Jordan River, he encourages John to permit this to be done. And he encourages him by saying, this is to fulfill all righteousness. This is God's will for me and for all mankind. And there Jesus is baptized. And he is claimed to be, he is claimed as God's very own son. There in our Lord's baptism, something remarkable happens. Our Lord and Savior Jesus comes to this baptism and fulfills all righteousness by receiving your sin and my sin in His baptism. There He received the sin of all mankind. And so in turn, we at our baptism receive His righteousness. In confirmation class, we tell the kids, this is known as the great exchange. Jesus exchanges His righteousness with us For the totality of our sin. And in our baptism we see something else remarkable happen. 
the water that has been poured out on us in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, it is in this very portion of Matthew's Gospel that we see who we truly are. But more importantly, we see whose we are. Those of you who have children, I'm sure you have seen the Disney Pixar movie Toy Story more times than you would ever care to admit. When I was a school teacher in Giddings, Texas, during the summer I would help out at a summer camp that my wife Dahlia supervised. And invariably, one of the movies the kids would watch over and over again was Toy Story. You know how the story goes. There's a little boy, Andy, and he has a special toy named Woody. Woody is a cowboy action figure. And Andy and Woody have this incredible relationship together, built on love and trust. And then one day, Andy has a birthday, and everything changes. Andy receives this incredible toy named Buzz Lightyear. And Buzz Lightyear has the power to go, you know, go ahead and say it, to infinity and beyond. And Woody is really upset. He's hurt. And he's in pain. The morning after Buzz comes into the house, And Woody has spent his first night alone without his best friend, Andy. He had to go the entire night without his friend by his side. And Woody wakes up. And he's angry. He's frustrated. And he's hurt. And then he hears something that brings the pain to its highest point. He hears Buzz tell two of the toys, Rex and Slinky, that he has been accepted into their culture. In fact, their chief, Andy, has inscribed his name on Buzz's boot. And with that, Buzz picks up his foot and he shows Rex and Slinky. Andy's name is inscribed on the sole of his boot. And Rex is so taken aback by this And so amazed that he says, wow, even in permanent ink. With that, Woody is about to bust a gut. He's so overcome by frustration and anger and jealousy that he simply can no longer contain himself. And yet, Woody picks up his own boot And sees that Andy's name is inscribed there as well. But he's still hurting. He's still in pain. It still feels like he's being replaced by Buzz. This morning in our Gospel reading, we see Jesus come to John the Baptist. John and the crowd gathered there were not totally sure who Jesus was. But in a moment when Jesus is baptized, the Bible tells us that the heavens are opened. 
The Spirit of God descends like a dove upon our Savior, and God Himself speaks, This is My Son, whom I love, with whom I am well pleased. And in that moment, John knows who Jesus is. In that moment, God Himself declares before heaven and earth that Jesus belongs to Him. And you know what? That happened in our baptism as well. At our baptism, we received the sign of the cross both upon our forehead and upon our hearts to mark us as one redeemed by Christ the crucified. The mark of Jesus was put on us. And God declared before heaven and earth that we belong to Him. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that amazing? Isn't that reason enough for even Lutherans to shout in a church, Amen? When you were a child, think back. When you were a child, you probably can remember going to the store in the fall with either one or both of your parents to purchase that new winter coat. And after that new winter coat has been purchased, seemingly one of the traditions of that day was for you and your siblings to give that coat to your mom so that she could sew maybe a special tag into the collar of the coat with your name on it or put a tag in your coat that actually had your name on it so that if your brother or your sister invariably lost their jacket, something you would never do, when someone found it, they could return it to the person that it belonged to. Brothers and sisters in Christ, I am here to tell you this morning that our Lord and Savior has not written His name in our coats. You can go ahead and check if you want. But He reminds us that we belong to Him. Even though we were born natural enemies of God, through the grace that has been poured out to us in our baptism, we have become sons or daughters of the one true King. He whose hands and feet were marked by nails on a cross so that you and I could be forgiven. So that you and I could receive that forgiveness. So that we could have salvation. So that we could have life in His name through the blood that He shed for us and for the life that He gave for all. In the movie Toy Story that I briefly referenced this morning, we see that Andy does everything to keep Buzz and Woody close together. Why? Because he loves them. He's written his name on them. And they belong to him. How true is that for us as well? Through the gift of his spirit, through the power of his word, through the promises of the sacrament, God reminds us here today that He has written His name on our hearts.
and that each and every one of us belong to Him. Amen. Now may the peace of God that passes all human understanding guard our hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.